Hello, welcome into the PHNX Rising podcast this Thursday, a little bit earlier than usual, coming to you at four o'clock for a very special reason. We've decided it's a great time to get rid of Max. Max is not here. We've upgraded. We've upgraded a stat lucky Reese's pump in the air in celebration over in the corner. We've gone with an upgrade here. No longer Max Simpson. We're joined by Phoenix Rising captain, Donnell King. Donnell, how you doing? Good. Very, very, very good. Very motivated and excited for the weekend. And sorry, Max, that's all Wayne saying that. You don't sure. need to apologize okay, to Max. Right. Take it back. No, we never apologize to Max. Sorry, like, have, Max. You, have you ever watched this podcast? We just rip on him I the have, whole time. I have, I have. Yeah, we rip on him the that's entire fair. time, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. We also, I mean, something else here that's better than Max. We got the the USL Championship that's Western Conference Trophy. A lot of things. Yes, indeed, indeed. Uh, Darnell, thankfully, brought this one along. So uh, we're joined by yeah, two two special people. Uh, <laughs> if the trophy counts as a person, um, <laughs> you can tell I don't normally sit here hosting this. I leave this to Max normally. It has, it has feelings, so it's a pressure. It has feelings, yeah. it has feelings. There we go. But yeah, lots to talk about, of course. Yeah. Big win last weekend, big game coming up on Sunday. And uh, I'm sure the pressure's starting to slip in a little bit, feel it a little bit at this point. Yeah, I mean, like, it's cliche, but pressure makes diamonds. And, you know, like, just getting ready for it, man. This is a championship game. You know, players have been here before and you know what it takes to, to win. You know, we, we did it once and then hoping to do it again. What do you say the overall atmosphere is like in the team at the moment? Good. Positive vibes. Um, very motivated. You know, you, you come this far and you don't want to give anything up. So you, I would say it's positive, energetic, and the boys are just ready. You know, my brothers are ready and they're hungry to, to, to go get this championship and do something that this club has never done um, and bring it back for our city, our fans, our, our, our loved ones, and um, our, our organization. You all packed and ready to go? Yeah. I got packed at home. Usually, yeah. I really didn't unpack much from last trip. You know, obviously the ones that I wore, I washed them and then kind of just throw it back in the bag. To keep it simple. <laughs> exact same clothes every single trip. Exact same everything. Every, every the same, the same. Just Always wash. the same. Just wash. Always the same. Of course, we'll be uh, keeping things the same as well. Myself and Max, when we uh, making our trip over there, I'm traveling over tonight um not sleeping apparently thankfully they've stuff. got you at a better time haven't they so yeah. you, you are going to be sleeping yes uh but make sure of course if you wanted to follow stuff along from charleston if you're not going to charleston uh make sure hop on over to the discord if you're a diehard member always good stuff we always put a load of exclusive content on there and if you're not a diehard member go to gophnx.com make sure to check it out there you can sign up you get a free t-shirt all that good stuff and of course unlock all the content on the website and manage to get into our discord where myself and max are just a little bit more gobby maybe than we even are publicly elsewise but uh it's a fun place on there you haven't seen that one so you do, we'll, we'll leave it in that, the secrets bro. yeah you stay off of that part <laughs> stay off of that part but you know it has been a long run of course now three games on the road mm -hmm. some really just tense games even at that right it's last minute winners pretty much every step of the way how do you manage emotions like that in this kind of a run you know, I think it speaks volumes to the guys that we have in this team and the type of professionals they are. Um, you know, to be willing to to come in and make the plays that they've done and finish out games when they may not be going our way, like I said, speaks volumes to them. And, you know, I love each and every one of these guys because they have that attitude and because they are, are so loyal to the game and respect the game so much that they'll do whatever it takes to win. And... Um, each one of them have shown that guys who have been off the field, on the field, who have come in, who haven't even been in the lineup. It's been a very good atmosphere and it's been keeping us uh, motivated all around and hungry to, to, to keep fighting 
no matter what the circumstances, we fight to the end for for like I said, the organization, the club, the 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 fans, the city. So know that that we'll die for it. And for you as a captain, of course, how do you see your role in kind of managing those emotions? Yeah, no, I think it's important to 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 keep it light and keep it um, fresh. Obviously, I think guys have been here before and they know what's at stake. But I think the ultimate thing is keep doing what we have done to get to this point and um, try not to overthink things and get caught up in the moment and just be in the present. I think that's an important thing. And, you know, I was just kind of keep it the same week in, week out, because that's what's gotten us here this far up to this point. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just, you know, if I have conversations, it's the same conversations that I always have with the guys, fun, loving, um, like I said, just keeping it light and just keeping it motivated. And obviously there's a time for fun and there's a time to be serious and focused on what we need to do to, to win these games. And now you've been the captain here for, for two years now. You're coming towards the end of your second season. How much growth do you think you've had in that role over those two years? I think a lot. I mean, obviously you, you, you go through, through years and you experience different players and different attitudes and different egos. And I mean, obviously, you guys know this year was a lot of new players. So it was kind of a fresh start to get to know new guys and try and make it organic to get to know them as a person and see how we can bond as a group. And obviously, we've done things together throughout the year that I think have brought us closer, which also winning has brought us closer um, and losing. I mean, everything that we've gone through this year has brought us closer. And obviously, last year, like I said, you deal with different people and it was it was fine, you know, um, I had great relationships with guys from last year. It's just sometimes the, the season doesn't go your way. Um, but for me, the growth has just been keep pushing no matter what, no matter what the circumstance that I'm going through, you still have to lead a team to uh, championship, you know? And like I said, just, just trying to keep the egos, learn the, learn the guys and um, understand who they are as a person and try and make that a big circle within the group. And obviously you take on that leadership responsibility last year. It wasn't the the easiest of years probably to do that, right? It was a pretty tough year with the team. But how how did you deal with that, you know, mentally, trying to settle into that role while it was also quite turbulent? And Yeah, I think um, it's just kind of who I am. I mean, obviously when things are going rough, sometimes fingers get pointed at you and, and that's okay. I mean, at the same time, that's the role that I'm in and I'm willing to step in front of a bullet for all my, my teammates. Um, but at the same time, um, it's important that I think I need to keep a level head because if I cave, you know, the guys who follow me can start to fall in the same route. So I think it was important for me to just keep pushing and keep fighting and just play like every game was your last, because I think that's important. It shows that even in the down moments, you're still fighting to do the best for whatever the circumstances. Um, so, yeah, I would say just stay level-headed for me. You know, getting through that, obviously, as you said, you know, some people did point fingers. Some people do doubt you going into that role. Does any of that play on your mind when you get into a moment where, like, you're lifting a, a trophy like this one, um, that you've managed to get past all of that and just almost prove people wrong? Yeah, you know, I mean... I, Everybody in the world has an opinion, and and that's okay. I mean, there's no right or wrong, I don't think. I mean, people are going to say things to me that I believe are right and, or wrong, and they believe it's right, so it's whatever. Um, 
Does it feel good? Absolutely. Because it shows that I, I triumphed over something that people didn't believe in. That's like a big thing for me when somebody says I can't do it and then I accomplish it. Um, that's huge for me. And it's not me. It's it's the team. The fact that we accomplished something that um, was doubtful from for, for me personally, for when people were saying that, that wasn't the role for me, um, just speaks for me and not saying this in a bragging way, volumes to who I am as a person and that I'm resilient and I will keep pushing no matter what until the job is done as long as I'm still in that role. So, um, yeah, you guys, you know, the, things can be said. Just take it with a, a light, heavy heart and then try and make the best of it and turn it around and show them that tell you're you bigger what, than that. Tell you what, though, there has been some other changes in your life since uh, taking that, yeah. that role on. One person actually asking here, got a man Pat in the chat saying, how's this season been different? now that you are indeed a father it's amazing man i mean even if he doesn't really know what's going on it's cool to see him at the games and walk on the field with him it's uh it's very motivational man he's my uh he's my one of my biggest motivations um and yeah it's it's been amazing man to to have him kind of see whatever he takes in um just to see his smile sometimes when he's out there with me is just nice because uh this is what I love to do. It's what I've always loved to do. And um, to have my son there being able to watch what I love to do is, is an unspeakable feeling. How's the sleep going for you, though? Good, man. You get used to it. You just kind of <laughs> fall into it. I'm sure all the dads out there know you just kind of fall into it and do it for your for your little one. And uh, no matter what, I, I, take, I got 26 kids to take care of when I get to training anyway. So that's what it is. <laughs> Nothing changes when I get home. You know, you're not the only person who's described it as being like that, being in a uh, yeah, position of influence over some of the uh, players. I guess that's what happens when you get older. You just kind of have to say that type of stuff. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And you hope, well, here's the question, right? You, you've had the, the picture with him with the trophy as yeah. well. How are you going to work him in there if you do end up with a, another trophy? Same way. Same way? I'll just get him in there. Get him in there? Excuse me, security guard. Get over here. <laughs> to get my boy in here with this photo. Um, no, it's, I think that's a great moment. You know, obviously, the job still needs to get done so we can accomplish that and bring that home. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if it when we do it, he'll be there giving a nice sit on top of the cup and then a nice little picture with him. <laughs> well, you can have your picture with the cup, of course, hopefully. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Yes. Um have your little boy out there with you as well. And uh, potentially may have to have a couple of uh, beers out of the cup should you oh, get yeah. to that point as yeah, well. That's, that's standard. You know, what I'm just saying if if we were drinking them here in Arizona, I know what I would be personally filling it up with. I'd be filling it up with some Four Peaks. Uh, Four Peaks, of course, we love some of the stuff there. The Wow. We've got the different uh, IPAs, the Hazy. There's this Kilt Lifter, of course, the classic. Um, and look, I know typically when I go out to a rising game, I get back home at night. I go straight in the fridge. And what do I do? I pick out a wow, uh, as long as there's some in the fridge. And when I get back there and there's no wow in the fridge, I'm very, very disappointed. But uh, you can also go head out, of course, to their 8th Street Pub. Always a great time there. Been there many, many times. Drunk many, many beers. that I'm not going to go into quite how many I've drunk there in the past. Make sure to visit uh, Four Peaks Pub on uh, social media. And you can check them out as well at Four Peaks Brew to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. And, of course, you must be 21 or over to drink for peaks and uh, of course going to be a lot of star power out on the field i think uh coming up now in this uh 
in this final. Might need to cover up your eyes a little bit. Might need to get yourself some shady rays. That's right. I'm bringing the cringy transitions from Max. We're going to get those really, really cringy transitions in there. Premium polarized shades, of course. Uh, Max had a little bit of a... Uh, Little bit of a slip up actually when he was out in uh, Las Vegas. Have you heard about this one, Darnell? No, let's, no, let's no. Okay, well he uh, he had the shady rays like kind of on, you know, just hanging down like that. Yeah. And Juan walked over and gave him a bear hug, and the shades met their demise. But of course, they do have that warranty. You can go on. Uh, they back the lost, lost and broken replacements all the time. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they'll send you a brand new pair. No <laughs> questions asked. So Max is back now, of course, rocking his Shady Rays. And exclusively for our <laughs> listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people okay Danelle. let's get back on uh, track now looking back a little bit further in the past right we've spoken quite a bit there about these last two years but we're gonna have to turn that clock back a little bit further now okay. we're going back to 2020 okay your first year with phoenix rising and uh we actually have a question from one of our diehards to kind of kick this one off here from michael vanderplas saying you're the only player left on this team from the 2020 season how is this team different from that one? Hmm. It's a good question. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, uh, it's interesting. I'm trying to think back. You know, I would say for me, um, it was a. It took a bit longer to gel. I wasn't in this role when I came in 2020. So I was in a role of me having to adapt to a very strong team. Um, and that team was very bonded before I got there. And I think being the type of player that I am, they made it very easy for me to transition as well as me being easy to transition into that. Um, so I would say I, just different in the sense of the, the way it all came together, how this is a group of new players but they're very much the same in how they've become bonded with each other. Everybody's very competitive um, on and off the field, whatever we do, and that's kind of how it was in 2020. I can't really specify many different players. I, I think there's heavy quality in both of those teams. I mean, you had Solo, Junior. You had very big players on that first team. I mean, we had Rufat. And here you, you have Trejo, you have Manu, you have... Darius, you have so many high caliber players on both teams that it's a bit similar to me, just different people. Um, it's a very loving group, like I said, a very competitive group. And I think that's what brings us so close together and makes both of these teams very strong teams, as you can see from the past and now. So sorry if I didn't answer your question, Vanderplas, but I think some good similarities within the two. All right. And as you look at now, then you get into the playoffs, right? And there's there's all kind of adversity, right? There's just what's going on in the in the world at large, even at that point. And then you got stuff happening on and stuff happening off the field that just you kind of get to that point where someone told me earlier today that it was like that team back then, they just kind of willed their way as a group, just as players to kind of fight through all of that. And there there wasn't necessarily much that even the coaching staff were doing at that point. It was just the players kind of 
all sat down and committed like no we, we're gonna do this we're gonna we're gonna go all the way is that, is that kind of how it felt from your perspective as well yeah i i think um i don't take away anything from the, the coaching staff in 2020 or now i think it was a collective effort do i think um there was a solid group that played very well together in 2020 yes do i think we built something very solid in 2023 yes so i would say there's a bit of a difference there um but i think yeah that that one in 2020 you saw our banner it was kill their will and i think every time we played that's what we tried to do um in here is the same you know we're trying to kill teams wills but at the same time we're very structured and organized in how we play and um it's, it's it's slightly different in that aspect. So kind of two different styles, but one in the same of killing the will to to win the league or win the the championship. And of course, you get to the final that year. It didn't didn't happen right. in the end. Um, yeah. Can you take me back now? Just how did you hear that news that they weren't going to play the game? Yeah, that was tough, man. And I think it's tough for, I mean, I talked to guys back then and it's still tough because they didn't get to, satisfy that year um we found out after traveling there i mean we we made the trip and they kind of said and you know that year was crazy for the world so it was like imagine you know players here that haven't seen their families in a long time and they're asking to play in another three weeks so it was it was tough to hear that news because we were so ready especially how we won that game before like we were ready to go to war against the rowdies and just an unfortunate situation on how it happened. Um, you know, we'll never know what could have happened. I would have taken it home. But you think you would have won it? Yeah, of course. Um, that's the way I was. That's the way I'm feeling. That's the way I felt in the moment. So, um, just the way we were playing and the motivation that we had going into a game and the things we endured to get to that point. It was just kind of one of those. We, I just had a feeling like this would be the, the, the icing on top the cherry on top um but yeah i mean it was tough it was a tough way to hear to that we weren't going to play that game and you know covid kind of struck so it is what it is it's life <laughs> obviously you know there's, there's no one else now on the playing side that that went through that here is have, have you had that conversation with any of the other guys about that year and you know just the, the club and for the fans getting so close and yeah, I actually spoke with uh, Zach and Big Lubin, and, you know, it was a bummer for him because he had a really good playoff run there. Great season, and, you know, after that, it was tough for him. He's, uh, I think he's stopped playing, and um, that was just, like, a big moment for him, and, you know, it's been tough, but it's like we said, you know, we're, we're professionals, and, you know, we move on, um, we'll live with it, but... Yeah, it, it sucked, and you know, and I can feel it when you know he talks about it, and it is what it is. But yeah, it would have been great to see what the outcome would have been. Yeah, I'm saying that we would have won, and I believe that. But you know, whatever the outcome, at least we would have known that we fought all the way to the end to see what would have happened. So, and how is that kind of experience playing into, I guess, what you're feeling now going into this game on Sunday? Yeah, I'm hoping that doesn't happen like that again. <laughs> I think we're all hoping that that doesn't yeah, happen. That happened. I might flip tables. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I think it's extra motivation. What it's been three years, and you know, to get back to this point um, after the last two years you had, it feels like 
Phoenix Rising again. Um, it feels like what we've been known to be and what our fans know us to be. Um, yeah, I think um, it's it's extra motivation now because we've been here before and we didn't get that chance to do it. And now the opportunity's in our hands, so the destiny is, uh, is in our hands. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it's extra motivation, and I'm, I'm stoked for it. Obviously, like I'm saying, staying level-headed, but very ready. I know we're going to go play a good team. Um, so you got to be ready and firing on all cylinders in every position. Indeed. Well, it's another game on the road coming up this weekend, uh, which means I know some of you guys, there's a good number of people have uh, bought tickets, a good number of people are getting ready to travel over there. Some of you are not. And of course, I know that some of you who've been staying here in the Valley, you've been going out to Valley Tap Room. Always a good time over at Valley Tap Room. They've got the games on there. They have been throughout these last few weeks. And of course, that big, big selection of beer as well. 30 odd taps there, which uh, might have to go and check that out again once I get back from Charleston. And uh, there's a lot of beer. There's a lot of beer in there, okay? It's good stuff. It's good stuff. They got a whole... We actually, when we first went around there, they had a beer that was uh, Danny Trejo. Not, of course, the Phoenix Rising Danny Trejo, but eh, it's close enough. Yeah. Close I mean, enough. Literally, there word for word. Is exactly. It's close enough. Yeah. Close enough. You just stick by the name. And uh, make sure you go check them out, right? Always a good time over at Valley Tap Room. Um, make sure to check out their happy hour. Uh, they also do occasionally different events on the weekends as well. Loads of good stuff. Check them out on Instagram at Valley Tap Room and visit them off the 202 and Gilbert. And of course, with the big game coming up this weekend, if you start to struggle a little bit with those nerves, need to just chill out you can check out our friends at OG. stuff's getting really hectic but thankfully our buzz ogs brands are back at it with exclusive deals with phnx listeners and they've made it super easy for you to score those savings you can get 25 percent of any ogs product at your neighborhood zenleaf location from now until november 30th when you place an online order and use our code the code is phnx just head to zenleafdispensaries.com Find your closest location, order your favorite OG's gummies for pickup, and enter that discount code PHNX to get 25% off at checkout. Deals exclusive for our PHNX listeners. Remember, it's only available for online and pickup orders. Uh, discount code's PHNX, and that runs through till November 30th. Just in case, maybe need a little bit of help getting off to sleep, you know, with all the nerves right now. Um, maybe need a little bit of help getting off to sleep if you're taking a red eye like I am tonight over <laughs> out to the East Coast. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know what? Let's, let's go back now. We, we've spoken about the past. We've spoken about, um, you know, just getting into your role as captain now. But, you know, we had a couple of extra diehard questions in there. Then we'll, we'll have a look through some of those now. What are the main goals you started the season with and how are they looking now? Just so... Uh... I think your transitions are on point, brother. Okay, I'm getting support for no, this. That, maybe maybe I'm old school, but I think they're... He likes them. He like, that, that, likes them. that, that approval, I'll take it. I'll take it. That's so solid. Um, yeah, I, I think our goals... Um, you know, obviously the goals are to, to win trophies and um, to kind of, going off the last few years, kind of turn the season around and um, make it better, obviously. Um, but I think right now we have one. So uh, I would say it's going pretty well. But like I said, there's one more to go. And I think everybody, not just players, I think fans and the city know that there's one more to go. And I think that is, um, it's big for, for everybody because they know what's at stake. Um, and they know that the job isn't done. Um, so I would say 
you know, where we are and our goals right now is very well, especially coming with a whole new team that we've had. Uh, to be where we are, I think we've accomplished a lot of um, the goals, mini goals that we've set. We start with little ones, and as we hit those milestones, we reach this. And I think um, we've done that because this kind of tells you that we've done that. Um, so, yeah, I think we're doing well, but, you know, the ultimate goal has been the ultimate goal since this has started. Um, so that's what we're looking to do. And I'll talk to you again after that job is done. <laughs> So how optimistic were you at the start of the season you were going to make the playoffs? Say that again, I'm sorry. How optimistic at the start of the season were you were going to make the playoffs of this team? No, I mean, I I, I had faith. You know in this league that um, anything can happen. I mean, you saw us go through the year. We lost to one of the bottom-ranked teams, but then we're also beating top-ranked teams. And that's just kind of how this league is. It's growing. It's getting better players. And um, you just never know what can happen as it goes through. I had belief that we were going to go to this point and we're here now. So um didn't matter if there was 21 new guys. Um, it is a long season. We only can say that for a certain amount of time because then it becomes a very short season. It becomes very quick and rapid. So um, in the beginning, started a bit rocky, but we started turning it around. And like I said, we're here now and yeah. It's kind of how it is, man. I'm just going to go get this bad boy done. <laughs> we had another question in from uh, one of our diehards. I believe this one was from Albert. Um, what's been the most challenging aspect of this season? We'll start with that part and then get on to the other. Okay. What's been the most challenging aspect of this season? Um, Jeez, tough question. I would say just trying to, I would say more in the beginning, trying to get everybody to jail. Um, I think it's a project that, you know, when you step into this role and people want results quick. Um, and sometimes when you're starting a project, you may not get that right off the bat. But in due time, if you trust the process, which is you hear that a lot from different people, um, you can see that it pans out. So, I mean, I think not only did um, the players do it, but I think it shows that, you know, the fans did as well. But I think the players trusted the process so much that it put us in this position. So it was it was tough at first just to understand everybody and each individual. But once we did, we realized like, okay, we're all here for the same reason. We're all on the same page. So let's let's get to where we want to get to and accomplish our goals. Um so I would say that was probably the the toughest just kind of getting everybody to jail. But once that clicked, that optimism that you were talking about, not the window. Not that I ever had it. <laughs> And on the other hand, this is the second part of Albert's question. What has brought the most joy? <laughs> yeah, no. For um, those listening on audio, uh, <laughs> Donnell just, just looks straight at the trophy. <laughs> yeah, no, trophies bring joy. But um, for me, being here for the last few years, just the joy for me is having that feeling of how I felt when I came here my first year, that winning feeling, that that fire in the stadium. Um kind of speaks to the Phoenix, you know, like that blazing fire behind the Phoenix. Um, and just the brotherhood that has been formed with so many new players from so many different backgrounds. Um, the locker room for me has been uh, big. That has been one of my biggest joys to see my brothers come together from so many different backgrounds and become one to accomplish the main thing that we have to accomplish. Um, this and then the next one, obviously. So, I mean, that's been a 
a big one for me. Obviously, everybody has different joys, but for me, that's one. And obviously, the trophy. But I would say the biggest one is having that brotherhood be able to come together and be one. Well, you know, mentioning all of that, what do you think then are some of the biggest moments throughout the course of this season that have, have just brought that team together, that have, have helped form those bonds? Um, Biggest moments, man. Oh, I can't really think back. I'm thinking to the most recent ones. I mean, it's, it's late on. There was many things before that brought us close together. I mean, we've done things, like I said, off the field, bowling, boat day, different things that just kind of bring the group together. But I would say when we had the feeling that everybody is involved, players not um, in the 18, super involved, galvanizing the boys, players that aren't starting, coming in and changing games, winning games, putting us in the position that we are now, um, I would say that's, that's monumental to what this team is and who this team is. And um, sorry, I might have jumped off topic. I'm going back to like the joy that I have in my head. Um, what was the question? Sorry. <laughs> about the moments that brought the team Yeah, yeah. Together. That, these moments, these moments that have happened in these games and just the times we've been together, the dinners that we have together, um, away trips, playing 22, every every little thing that happens, interaction between each other um, are the moments that bring us to this point today. Um, you know, the story's in the journey and the journey has, for me, seeing these guys grow together, um, there's been ups, downs, tough times in the locker rooms amongst players. But the fact that we can drop it and the next day go back to work on the ultimate goal has been everything um, for me. So um, but I think the biggest one is seeing, you know, guys come in that may not be playing a lot and being such an impact. And that puts, you know, a lot of trust within the players that are starting because you have it already. Um to know that the job will get done no matter what. So you just need to be there for your brother and we'll see what happens in the end. Yeah, that's actually one thing there, Michael pointing out there, Patrick. Patrick's been one of those guys who's just kind of on the fringe constantly, doesn't really see playing time. But what's he been like just for the for the team? One of the most supportive, um, experienced, um, loving brothers in that locker room. No matter what the circumstance, he's always fighting 100% every day. He comes to work every day and puts on the, the top performance. And Patrick's a guy who, who wants the best out of everybody. So he'll let you know if you're not doing something proper or in the right path for the team. And he gets that respect. And I give him that respect. And I tell him, tell me the same. And I've been ripped by Patrick before. And... You know, it, it just speaks volume to the leadership that he has. And it helps, you know, amongst the older players that have been there because, you know, Patrick has been there. Patrick has won it. So he, it's not like he doesn't know what he's talking about. So one of the, I love this guy. He's, he's my brother and he's one of the best leaders that I, I've ever played with. And um, hell of a goalkeeper is too, <laughs> to tell you that. <laughs> uh, Shout, we actually had a super sticker in there from... Uh, Sailor, who's just said, it's a, what is it? Is it a Shiba dog in samurai armor holding you a golden trophy? You can see it on YouTube. You can see yeah, it on YouTube. It, we a, can't see it's it It's a very cute But it's sticker. holding a trophy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that Shiba be, dog? Yeah. It's like a little sticker thing on YouTube. Okay, who, yeah. who on the team would you say is closest to a Shiba dog? <laughs> <laughs> this is the real content now. <laughs> this is the real difficult like what, what they look like or how they act? I don't know, any either. 
Up to you. Interpret it how you will. Uh, okay, let me ask because I don't have a Shiba. Are they energetic? Dogs. Leah, you, can you? I don't really know the characteristics uh, of a Shiba. Let's just say there is an energetic yeah. Shiba. My boy Gallardo got that on lock. <laughs> this guy keeps the energy immaculate in the locker room with the music, the dancing, the 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 quality, the spark that he plays with. Um, this guy is is one of those that can put a smile on your face when you walk into the locker room just by his contagious smile. So. Um, yeah, boys got that on lock. Energetic Shiba. I don't know if they're energetic, but that's what I say. <laughs> uh, back to the football a little bit now. In the season, of course, coming full circle, right? You started in Charleston. The regular season over there is where the year is going to finish. Do you think there are any lessons from the last time that you went there that you, you could or, or should apply now? Yeah, so um, I would say we played them first game of the season. Um, that was us brand new. That was us still trying to learn each other. Um, I think you're getting a different bit of Phoenix Rising, a more gelled, a, a seasoned Phoenix Rising. And, I mean, for them, you know, as well, they, they're new players on their team, and um, you're getting a seasoned Charleston battery. Um, do I take learning from them? I don't know. It's hard to remember that game. Um, we've done our footage about it and uh that i just take it on the week that we we do footage of them to to understand their their role like i said anything can happen any weekend of these games so um we do our research and we prepare the best way we we can for them and we go and focus on ourselves and make sure that we're doing the right things and may the best man win yeah, and a couple of former teammates over there, of course, who played here in Phoenix, right? And AJ Cochran, in yeah. uh, Arturo Rodriguez. Mm -hmm. What's it going to be like coming up against those guys? You know, these these guys were my brothers, and they still are. But you know, when it comes to you playing on an opponent, you're my enemy for the ninety-five plus or however long it may take. Um, after the game, it is what it is. We become brothers again because, like I said, I, I, I shared the pitch with these guys. Um, but I'm sure as well as they know, it's a war. So I'm fighting for my club, my city, um, this badge that we, that we wear, our fans. Um, so I hope they understand that. If they don't, well, they're in for a rude awakening because that's what our boys are ready to do. So whoever's on that team, we're coming to, to perform and fight for a championship, um, doesn't matter who they are, but like I said, after the game, shake hands, be buddies again, and move on if they want. I'll take a couple of questions from the chat in here uh, before I move on to my last couple here. But going around, Pat, who controls the music in the locker room? Yeah, so when they wanted, you know, a little throwbacks and stuff like that, that's probably me. But a lot of the time, you know, I don't play uh, reggaeton or a lot of the Latin music, so I get kicked off fairly quickly. Um, <laughs> Gallardo is on there a lot. Um, Eddie has a decent playlist. Mo has a good playlist, but I would say it's usually me because, you know, I have years of experience with music. These guys don't, so I hit <laughs> all the generations. Um, uh, but, yeah, yeah, probably me. So anyway, we'll, we'll take Eric's one as well about uh, how is the how different is the rising locker room from the locker room in the show Ted Lasso? Who Who would you line up with different characters then if you had to? Oh gosh, have to go through. Um, 
Let me see. Uh, Jamie Tart. Is that his name? That's that right? Mm-hmm. That's Panos. Panos <laughs> 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 is my boy. He knows I love him. But um, I'm trying to think of other characters. Shoot. Um, who's the guy? The, 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 the captain, the kind of brute force guy. Roy um, Kent? No, 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 no. no, no in, in the well, later we can one. talk about Roy Kent. Who would Roy Kent be? Oh, Isaac is the captain. Yeah, mm. I would say that could be Pat. That could be okay. Isaac. Roy Kent? Jeez. I don't know if we have a Roy Kent in there. I'd have to think hard about this. Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I could say Danny Stone could be a Roy Kent at times when he wants to be. Very... <laughs> Nice human, but I feel like if he wanted to flip flip a switch, he could turn into a Roy Kent. Yeah, I could, I could possibly see it. Possibly see it. Um, I don't know how Roy Kent was on the, the <laughs> Danny Trey or Danny Ross. Oh gosh, um, that's pretty funny. But I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard. There's too many characters on <laughs> my team and in that show, so it's hard to like balance. <laughs> I could be off, but I think the first one was very accurate. Who do you think you'd be closest to? Uh, jeez, I don't know, man. It's hard because there there's so many characters in that show. I just can't really remember. Um, I don't know. You'd have to put the you have to put a lineup in front of me. <laughs> Maybe somebody can answer it in the chat who I would be. Yeah, put in the chat if you've got any ideas of who you would compare Darnell to. Go ahead and put it in the chat. But you know, as we move on, though, of course. Tomorrow, you get insane. I'll take that. I'll okay, take that. okay. We got Saul in the back chatting out of Asanya. You know, Danny Rojas is football is life all the time. Emmy cannot get a ball off of his foot. You can't get him to take a ball away from his foot. This guy loves the game, so football. Except is when he's life. hitting one in the last minute. Yeah, when he's hitting in the last minute, and then he's in the back of the net. Then who do you say? Who's in the show that does that? <laughs> you see, you can't compare the two because there's guys who do different things. Mm. No. But I don't know. That is, it's, it's tough. You have to put that lineup in front of me, and then I can doppelganger <laughs> them. Uh, but as you look now to tomorrow, of course, you got the send off, the open training down at the stadium. How important is it? You know, just speaking to the fans now for for this team to get a good send off from the fans. Um, very important, man. The last couple that we've had have been, you know, heartwarming and shows the players that they're always there for us, and uh, we appreciate that, and we we want to give back in the way that we can for as much as you guys sacrifice for us. And to be there seeing you guys see us off is uh, an amazing feeling because we know that you guys care, and that's not never a question. Um, but we want to make it special for you guys as well. So just know that we're going to fight, and we hope to see you on the send-off when we go to Charleston. And obviously we want to see you there as well. So there are a lot of people making the trip over. Love to hear it. Love to hear it. Love, Love to, hear, to it. hear it. And have you already thought about what your your last words are going to be now? Leaving that locker room to your teammates, uh, teammates, teammates. I'll get there eventually uh, before the game on Sunday. Yeah, sometimes it comes off the dome when I'm in there, um, but I would say um, leave it all on the field. Know this is a war. Know that this 90 minutes we have to die for it because we've come this far. And um, no matter what, I love every one of them. And uh, let's go get the job done. Pretty much it. Something along the lines of that. It might be a little more different words <laughs> I use in it, but uh, 
It's usually how it goes. I don't know. You heard Saul shouting earlier. You can you can use yeah, those no, words. Yeah, no, the seat is still a bit hot from when he was sitting here. With, sorry. <laughs> When they were arguing on here earlier, I tell you what, though, you look at all these trips, you look at just, I, I swear, making us go on four straight road trips, Darnell. Come on, man. Tell you you what. understand how much this eats into the travel budget right there? You've got to find ways to save money. I understand, but, you know, we just like to make, we like to make it interesting. like to guys. make it interesting. But Love you, to have it at home, buddy, you know. <laughs> is what it is. You had to run through Cali and then just go take it to the East Coast. Well, if you want to save money because you're spending it all apparently on, on traveling for Phoenix Rising, make sure to sign up for the Circle K Inner Circle program. Completely free. Uh, you save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups at Circle K. And uh, they got loads of other specials on there in terms of getting free snacks, free drinks, all that good stuff. Make sure to join the Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today terms and conditions apply of course go ahead visit circlek.com for details on that now you know what we do actually have a little bit of an announcement there we just wanted to show you some nice places yeah, yeah it's not well some nice some not so nice i mean it's all up we to were in the sacramento person. last weekend darnell it's all up to the person some people like it some people don't i don't know who likes sacramento i don't know i didn't talk to anybody i'm just saying <laughs> I mean, people choose to live there, I guess. Which yeah, I didn't talk to anybody. <laughs> I'm just saying. San Diego was nice. Okay. Like I said, yeah, take you to some nice yeah, places. I that. also said some. Yeah, some. That's true. That's true. Hey, it could have been worse. There are worse places to play in this league. No comment. We'll leave them without naming them. But, you know, if you are making the trip out to Charleston, um, unlike Darnell, I'm sorry, you probably won't be able to join us for this one because I think you're going to need to get your, uh, your rest in. But uh, Saturday night... We're actually going to have a little bit of a meetup. And Max is buying beers. <laughs> Max is buying beers. Meet us at the Rusty Bull Brewing Company in downtown Charleston on Saturday, November the 11th, 7 p.m. until we get bored of there or it closes. Um, likely the latter, to be perfectly honest, especially if Max is buying beers all night. Hop on over there. We'll be drinking. We'll be having a good time. And then we've got to get a little bit of sleep because the following day on Sunday, we will be back there at the Rusty Bill Brewing Company in downtown Charleston. 11.30 a.m. local time over there. We're going to be doing a special PHNX Rising pregame show live from that bar. That's 9.30 a.m. if you're here still in Arizona and want to watch along. We've got special guests coming in. It's going to be a good time rotating through a lot of different people um, in terms of both media, in terms of people from the team. It's gonna be a good time make sure to tune in if you're not going to charleston and if you are going to charleston make sure to swing on by and join us there i'm sure it'll be a great time but you know for now darnell it's been a pleasure having you in here thank you it's tough when max isn't here to protect himself he gets oh well max is here he doesn't protect himself fair he's, enough. Fair he's enough. an easy target okay. like it's yeah <laughs> it is what it is brother it is what it is but thank you for taking the time to come on in and uh if you wanted to just forget something that you may have left on this table then yeah that can't happen that either. can't happen okay it does have to make the trip back <laughs> for you but Darnell, thanks for coming along uh it's been great having you here and i'm sure our chat had a, a great time arguing over who would be what uh what ted lasso character and all of that kind of fun stuff yeah i'll get it all set up and try and Put it out to you. I'll send you a text for the pictures next to each other. <laughs> Get it sorted. Uh, any last message for the people watching at home? Oh, thank you guys for all your support. We love you, and uh, let's go get this championship. 
There we go. You heard him. You heard him. Make sure again, if you stay in here, tune in at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday morning. We'll get you ready for that game in the evening. The game, of course, 5 o'clock Arizona time. We'll see you then. Goodbye.